Hello and welcome to the Polyglot Insights podcast, the podcast for language learning stories and language tips so that you can confidently learn any language on this beautiful planet. My name is Marleen Benschop. I'm a Dutch polyglot and language coach. And I'm very excited to tell you guys that today I will be interviewing Habi, who is one of my students and who has decided to learn Dutch just for fun. I think it's a really interesting story, so let's get started. Hello everyone, today I'm here with Javier or Javi and we'll be talking about how he learns Dutch just for fun, even though he's an American and doesn't seem to be moving to the Netherlands anytime soon. So he's actually one of my students and I thought it was extremely interesting to share his story because I mean, I'm really intrigued. Why does someone who doesn't need to learn Dutch decide to learn Dutch and actually become fluent at it. Uh, Javi really knows a lot of words in the Dutch language that are super colloquial and he uses them in the right moments. So I'm, I'm really um, impressed by his level of Dutch and I think it's really, really cool that he decided to do this. So thank you, uh, Javier, for being here. Could you introduce yourself in Dutch to everyone? Uh, yeah, zeker. Um, super bedankt, Marjolein. Um, <laughs> Leuk om hier te zijn. Um, hallo iedereen. Uh, <laughs> ik ben Javi of Javier. Um, ik kom uit de VS. En uh, nu al ben ik ongeveer vijf jaar uh, Nederlands aan het leren. Ja. Yeah. Dus, um, yeah. Zo, so, dat is al lang. Ja, <laughs> ja, yeah, yeah, echt gek uh, hoe snel tijd gaat. Ja, yeah, absoluut. <laughs> so, for those who don't understand Dutch, there will be this YouTube video with some subtitles. In case you're listening to the podcast, just head over to YouTube and uh, look up the subtitles in case you need them. There will be some Dutch spoken here and there during this interview, but I think that even if you don't know Dutch, you'll be able to understand a little bit of that. As uh, Javi just said, he's from America and he's been studying Dutch for five years. First, before we go into all the juicy parts of how you did it, um, I mean, why? Why? <laughs> Just tell, like, why Dutch? Why not any other language that might be more useful in the U.S.? Yeah, uh, great question. And uh, I always know it's a Dutch person asking because they always say, why in the world would you learn Dutch? Why? You know, just why? Mm -hmm. Because everybody in the Netherlands speaks English, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it basically was just, I've always wanted to learn a language, uh, a different language besides English. And uh, I've always been interested in other cultures and bit of a long story, but in 2016, it was the first year I was able to travel abroad mm -hmm. and I was going to a bunch of different cities in Europe, super excited for it. <laughs> and uh, Nederlanders, it spiked me, uh, but I wasn't. I was landing in Amsterdam, but I wasn't so interested in it. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know anything about the Netherlands. And mm -hmm. uh, I thought it'd be interesting to check out, but I wasn't all that uh, interested or excited in it. I didn't know anything about it. But when I got there, um, I loved it. It was it was just a a totally new experience just because I had no idea about it besides, you know, windmills and bicycles and, and trains from my friend. <laughs> Uh, I have a friend in the Netherlands I've known for a while now, and uh -huh. you know, so I've heard a little bit from him. But uh, yeah, American I just felt in love friend? With him. No, no, he's from the Netherlands. Um, mm -hmm. So 
yeah, I uh, had heard a little bit. And when I was there, I just fell in love with the country. And I thought, well, why not try to le- uh, you know, learn some? I almost said that in Dutch. And part of it was because I also wanted to do uh, be a little respectful to mm-hmm. um, the people of wherever country I go. You know, I want to at least mm-hmm. be able to say hello, please, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, so that was kind of the start of it. And it just kind of went from there. Awesome. So did you already start on that first trip? Did you already start learning like the basic words and stuff? I think uh, I got a couple of tips, my friend, Daniel, um, shout out to Daniel. And uh, <laughs> so he gave me a couple of tips and then I used things like Duolingo to, you know, try to get just a couple of words, you know, like good morning awesome. or uh, please and thank you and things like that. So, yeah. How do you say good morning in Dutch? Uh, yeah, so for those that don't speak Dutch, might be surprised with all these <laughs> sounds. <laughs> yeah, but that's definitely there in the language. Awesome. Now, after that first trip and using some of those first words and Duolingo here and there, how did you go about actually learning the language? And also, where did you expect to arrive, if you can say that? Like, what did you expect to learn? Yeah, um, I didn't really know exactly the reason so I was just kind of learning what I thought was interesting um, Mm -hmm. which ended up being more about things that I'm interested in such as computers video games um, just reality tv sometimes cooking shows things like that well I would watch them sometimes but Uh I obviously had no idea what they were really talking about I could pick up maybe (laughs) one word here and there yeah but over time especially with video games I think it started helping me with being able to see what's going on and I know the game so I had an idea of what they were talking about and then I could kind of correlate the words here and there uh but I had no idea that I would continue it for so long uh, because I had tried other languages in the past just same way Duolingo yeah you did which yeah so I let's see way back in grade school they forced us through German and French (laughs) I hardly remember any of that I remember some phrases here and there but yeah um don't really remember anything of that and then in college I actually took a semester of Russian uh which is pretty interesting Russian I didn't know that yet wow (laughs) Uh, and again same thing there I remember some phrases I can say hello and you know how are you and yeah nice to meet you but other than that I've kind of forgotten a lot of that so uh, Dutch has really been the first language that I've kept with yeah. and kept improving the level over time and, you know, learning more and more and I uh, continue to today. So how do you think you really pushed through? Because I mean, I, there could have been moments where you were a little bit insecure or thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm learning fast enough or was that not really the case for you? Uh, I've definitely had a mixture of those feelings. Um, I, I, I'm kind of an impatient person. So I felt that I was taking too long to learn these things. And, you know, I I just wish I had already known it. I wish I would understand the concepts, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times, you know, I, I would kind of understand it for a little bit and I wouldn't maybe put in enough practice to it, or I wouldn't uh, study the specific thing I need to for long enough. So I just kind of, you know, go by the weight side and kind of forget about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think it was kind of a mixture at first. I was wanting to learn more, but then as time went on, I just kind of realized that it's just kind of slowly coming because of the way I'm, I'm learning. Um, there wasn't a, a deadline. There wasn't a goal. It was right. more of just keep going, you know, and, and I started to make more friends than Netherlands. So then I started to get people to talk to. Awesome. Um, but I still, to this day, really don't talk a lot. It's more just kind of like in my head or typing. 
uh, awesome. <laughs> I actually don't speak it very much. So, oh, but you do speak it very well. So that's good. Thank you. <laughs> so, did you feel it was more like a task or really a hobby and time off from work and reality, even? <laughs> yeah, I it, I think of it more as a hobby, um, and I want to continue to do it with more languages. But it's never really felt like a job, just because uh, I do have uh, at work. Um, we have a door direct office, actually, so uh, an office in the Netherlands. Oh wow! But I don't often communicate with them. I have made contact with them and spoken Dutch with some of them there, mm -hmm. but I had no real obligation to speak it. You know, mm -hmm. it was more of just for fun, something to do, um, yeah. something to kind of exercise my brain, things like that. So yeah, exactly. Wow, and then how did you deal with with grammar and all? I mean, the the non fun stuff, you could say. Well, the first couple of years when I started learning, um, so roughly around 2016 or 2017 is when I kind of started in on apps and listening to music and streams. I wasn't getting a lot of the grammar side of it. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of just a, a lazy learning, honestly. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'll listen and I don't know how much I would actually retain. Mm -hmm. It would be more of just, I listened to it. I tried to absorb it, but I don't know what really stuck. Yeah, passive, passive learning, we call yeah, exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So I think it started to kind of set in um, when I started to take lessons, one-on-one -on -one lessons. Mm -hmm. uh, I had one teacher previously uh, for mm -hmm. about a year mm -hmm. uh, who kind of helped me start to get some of the grammar rules down and start to get more structure awesome. and kind of help me uh, kind of get on track for, you know, more proper learning, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But most of it has just been just passive learning, looking up words, uh, hearing something and wondering, okay, what does that mean in that context? Or now, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll know most of the sentences, there's a couple of words I don't know. I mm -hmm. can kind of just piece them together. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. Exactly. I hear some great strategies you're using. <laughs> I definitely recognize it as well from how I learned Spanish more as like a, a fun thing to do and not being too focused on the end goal, because in the end, is there really an end goal? I mean, you just keep on learning something new every day, right? So uh, that's that's really inspiring. One more question about the grammar side. Um, when, when it comes to fluency, we have fluency in, and accuracy. So sometimes, you know, when we know a lot of rules, we're afraid to make a lot of mistakes and we talk slower. How do you go about knowing that your grammar is not perfect yet wanting to speak fast and communicate with everyone how do you go about those doubts when you speak so i definitely have those i saw those today um mm -hmm. we talked about this even before this that you know i, I worry about if i'm saying the right thing uh -huh. but also in the back of my head i know uh from real experience when i've been in the netherlands and i've tried to speak with people mm -hmm. It might not always be the proper thing that I'm saying, but I'm at least getting the message across where they understand maybe it's not the most grammatically correct, but they still know what I'm talking about. And yeah. I can still kind of carry on a conversation Absolutely. or at least, yeah, answer in the right way, you know? So yeah. um, I try to keep a conscious mind on it. It's hard when you're mid-conversation to say, okay, I'm saying this word, so what rules does this fall under? You know, what? how do I structure this now? Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't really do it so much in the moment if I'm speaking, mm -hmm. um, but I kind of do it more if I'm typing, if I have more time to exactly. you know, write it out, I'll, I'll kind of go back and forth and say, I'll write it out and I'll say, does that look right? And I'll yeah. 
try to, you know, hear it and see if it sounds normal to me or not. Um, but most of the time, honestly, it's just kind of understanding that I'm still learning. Um, I'm not there. I, I don't, I speak maximum about one hour per week. Mm -hmm. So that's also kind of a, I don't know, you know, kind of a, a setback in a way. Yeah. But um mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just kind of roll with the punches, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be speaking a little bit more of Dutch later, but then again, it's really impressive how well you speak it for only having, you know, one hour of speaking time a week and uh just a lot of immersion, as you said, a lot of listening, a lot of contact with the language and writing. And so that is really the way to go. Awesome. Now, when it comes to you know, the fun of learning Dutch. I mean, what is so fun about learning Dutch? What is it that makes it a fun activity for you? Well, at first it was interesting just because I had honestly never really heard the language. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you'll see, you know, French or Spanish on TV, uh, mm -hmm. whether it be in, even in English speaking movies, you know, you'll hear segments of it here and there. Uh, but I don't really feel it's the same with Dutch. It's mm -hmm. not as common, at least around here or what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was kind of an unknown for me. It was something that I really had no idea how it sounded at first. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of fun of just learning these words and hearing them for literally the first time. Absolutely. Um, and so that was kind of a interesting point to begin with. And I still think it's just kind of a fun language. There's so many words that, uh, <laughs> I don't mean it in a bad way, but they're almost just kind of funny, you know, they kind of like roll off the tongue and just the, the way things are said when you yeah. think about it and w when you know what's happening it's just uh yeah it's just fun so the, the word combinations as well that sometimes you're like okay um i didn't think about how weird they were until i started teaching the language and helping people to learn the language that yeah. i was like wow are we really saying that <laughs> yeah exactly. and so sometimes i'm nah, i'm not ashamed but it makes me realize like wow we we do use interesting word for <laughs> words for interesting things exactly. anyways uh talking about words what are then some of your favorite dutch words uh well going off that example uh, I always laugh at how literal sometimes the translation can be. Uh, yeah. One I can think of right now is like uh, schildpad, uh, turtle, <laughs> uh, which I think would quite literally be like shield toad, basically. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> or something like, I don't know, uh, art apple, uh, ground apple, potato. I, I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'd probably say one of the favorite words, probably cookies because I love cookies yeah, cookies. and any uh, homework assignment I get, it usually revolves, revolves something around cookies or uh, <laughs> wine absolutely. or cas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, that's very Dutch as well. A lot of people have coffee met a cookie. <laughs> so that's, that is definitely true. Now, what are some of the Dutch words that everyone starting Dutch as of tomorrow should know about? Ooh. Um... I think one that is highly used, just kind of small, almost filler words sometimes, but I think it's important to know what those are mm -hmm. because a lot of times if they're used in a sentence, you don't know if that's a, a real word or if it's more of kind of a filler. Yeah, But true. sometimes uh, things like mar with, you know, but, um, mm -hmm. which I use quite a bit. It's become a filler word. I say so and like and yeah. a lot myself in English. Absolutely. But yeah, we combine it. We combine it with ah as well. So like bottom, we say mare, mare. Yeah. Yeah. I say Maria all the time. Oh, Maria, Maria, uh, <laughs> Maria. <laughs> exactly. 
things like that. Um, Lecker, I think, is super important because it, it's used in so much, uh, so many different contexts, uh -huh. whether it be uh, with food, if you like something, um, something is nice. Yeah, cool, I think you know. it has to do with um, Dutchies really wanting to enjoy life, even though we, we do work hard, we still want those moments of enjoying life. And then on the weekend, we say we're deliciously not going to do anything, lekker niks doen, um, or, uh, you know, just many things. Being in the sun, we also say lekker, uh, lekker in the zon zitten. So that's definitely, definitely Dutch. Exactly. Awesome. For those people that already speak a little bit of Dutch, what advice can you give them? And I'll ask this question again in Dutch so you can answer it in Dutch. What for advice heb je voor mensen die al een beetje Nederlands spreken, maar meer willen leren? Uh, goeie vraag. Uh, ik zou zeggen, neem je tijd, want uh, het is geen race. Nee. Um, Pauzes nemen, voor mij. Um, soms neem ik één of twee weken uh, pauze van uh, leren. Mm -hmm. Misschien is het niet goed, maar uh, het is goed voor mij. Ja. Yeah. Um, ik zou zeggen, probeer verschillende manieren uh, te leren. Um, vooral als je niet blij met hoe je momenteel leert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, bijvoorbeeld music klaustra of YouTube filmpjes kijken, um, video game streams zoals ik doe. Absoluut. En ja, gewoon genieten van. Ja, ik kan het. Ik geloof in je. Ja, gewoon lekker genieten. Lekker yeah. genieten. Ja, <laughs> yeah, absoluut. And for those that, for those people that want to learn Dutch but are only starting and they have no idea what you just said, uh, how can they, those people start learning the language? I think it differs for everybody. I, everybody learns in different ways, and I kind of learned that about myself while going through this process. Uh, I've tried a number of different ways of learning, um, mm -hmm. starting with things like Duolingo, Memrise, Babbel, you know, all those big uh, language learning apps. Mm -hmm. But for me, I didn't want to sound like I was talking out of a book or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so scripted. I, I wanted more of the, the street talk. Exactly. So I tried different ways, such as, um, you know, watching streams, listening to music. I've even tried the things where it repeats words for eight hours as you sleep while there's like nature sounds going on. That was a crazy <laughs> <Awesome>. experience. <laughs> uh, didn't work for me. I didn't remember anything in the morning. No, no. You know, I think it's important that, you know, if you're getting frustrated in the beginning, you might just need to try a different way of learning uh, mm -hmm. because I think everybody learns in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you start something with your own hobby, but you try it in Dutch, mm -hmm. um, whether it be, you know, uh, books or magazines or mm -hmm. shows about cooking, you know, something that you can already relate to, I think makes it a little bit easier to then help translate. Okay. Well, I know what that is in English absolutely, and, or your, your native language. And then, you know, you can kind of connect, make the connections here and there of what those words mean and, and what kind of what they're talking about. Absolutely. Um, and just uh, have patience. There's a lot of random word, uh, rules and things in Dutch. And you've told me a multitude of times that 
you, you just have to know it this way because that's just how it is. Uh, and that's what everybody says, you know, anywhere you look sometimes for specific rules, that's, that's just how it is. So you just kind of have to learn it that way. Um, and I think that kind of goes for a lot of languages, but. Uh, yeah. No, there are, there are always explanations and, and context that I do give, but then, I mean, in the end, it's just about recognizing which words you need in which context. And that's where exactly. a lot of people are looking for a word to word translation that doesn't exist versus it's just a certain word is used in a certain context or a certain combination of words. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. That's definitely true. Now, for those people that are still on the fence, that are a little bit interested in some of the words we said before, like schildpad and lekker, <laughs> um, what has Dutch really, really changed for you? How has it enriched your life, if you could say so? Uh, and, and why could other people maybe experience the same by learning Dutch? For me, there's been a few reasons. Um, I've been able to go a few times to the Netherlands now. So I just want to learn more because I just really enjoy the country. And it's not the easiest way to do, but maybe if you have a couple of top uh, countries on your list that you want to visit, mm -hmm. or you know, a dream place you want to go, maybe that's uh, you know, kind of a good reason to start learning that language if they speak a different language there. Um, but for me, it's kind of changed in the way that I've started to make friends in the Netherlands when I go mm -hmm. to visit. Um, I've gone a few times for Koningsdag. And uh, as you know, it's a pretty fun time. And so I, I've met friends that way. I've met oh, friends absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Koningsdag is like the national uh, holiday for the Netherlands where everything is orange because it's the national color. And uh, there's parties everywhere. You can, yeah, you can literally throw a party wherever you want on, on the canals or in houses or in the park, doesn't matter. And some of the most known Dutch DJs play on that day as well. So it's really, really nice. And I want to highlight here that, um, as I mentioned before, Charvet is really aware of the importance of fluency rather than accuracy. And that's also how he's able to make friends. So really knowing the, the street language, as he, as he mentioned before, is super important when you want to actually use the language and when you want to become friends with people in the country. And so that's why uh, that's really, really interesting. And uh, now, I mean, you're even interested in learning Spanish and in the future, maybe even more languages. So we'll see if we'll have another interview in a couple of years and uh, or a couple of months if you do some intense learning. <laughs> uh, but again, super bedankt, Javi, for your time, for your tijd. Super bedankt for your tijd. It was super gezellig. In Dutch, we use gezellig, which means it was a good time, good energy, good talk. Super gezellig. Do you have anything else you want to share before we end this, um, this show? <laughs> Um, I guess I would say good luck to you if you're learning a language, if you're progressing through one. Uh, I kind of thought sometimes that I would never kind of get to the point where I would be fluent. And honestly, I, I personally don't even really know if I consider myself fluent because I feel like, you know, there's always things I could still keep learning. Um, I mean, just yesterday, I heard a word in English that I hadn't heard before. So it even happens in my own language sometimes. Exactly. So I, I kind of just know that, uh, you know, I keep that in mind that when I'm frustrated with learning, um, sometimes I even forget words in English. So it's mm -hmm. going to happen. And so just take your time and um, find ways to make it fun for yourself and enjoy it. <laughs>
And thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Super bedankt. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and all the amazing tips Javier has shared with us about how you can learn a language really like the fun way, yet still really achieve your goal, which is enriching your life with another culture, getting to know people from that culture and, and becoming friends with them as well. So I think uh, the tips were really interesting. I hope you enjoyed them as well. In case you want to learn Dutch become part of our community on Facebook. I'm just starting a community there, which will be called the Polyglot Insights Dutch Community. Please join in case you want to receive more tips on how to learn Dutch and meet other learners on there. I'm excited to see you there and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram as well at Polyglot Insights. And if you want to see the show notes, you can go to polyglotinsights.com slash episode four. See you soon. Bye bye.